rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,568. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I'm revved up and so excited to share with you today a very special guest, Niels Von Roy, who's calling in from the Netherlands. Niels Von Roy runs an award-winning automotive design studio. He and his team provide automotive design and research projects for a variety of automotive customers. The execution of interdisciplinary automotive design products makes the studio very unique. Niels and his team work on coach-built, fully handmade high-end vehicles, designs including the one-off shooting brake based on a Tesla Model S, that's the one I want, and recently presented Adventum Coupe, a luxurious coach-built SUV. I think my wife would like that. Currently, work is being executed on a bespoke design based on a V12-powered Italian, the bread van homage. This one is very cool, and various, I should say, other tailor-made vehicles on different platforms. Niels also writes articles for trade, press, and publishes on strategic automotive design and is recognized as an inspiring and motivational speaker. We're going to be back to talk to Niels about all the things he gets to play with, but first a word from our valued sponsors that make Cars Yeah! possible. Sit tight. We'll be right back. Did you know Covercraft is much more than car covers? They offer protection for the inside of your vehicles too. Sunscreens to keep your vehicles cool and protected from the sun's damaging UV rays, dash pads that do the same so your dash stays looking new without all those ugly cracks and fading. The seat covers that are easily removed for washing are awesome, but it's their custom fit floor mats that I really love. Is your vehicle getting a little long in tooth? Well, there's no better way to give it a new car look than with a custom fit floor mat and trunk mat. I replace mine every few years, with something a little different, contrasting, just to have some fun. It stops that urge to buy a new car, and more importantly, it protects the factory carpets, so when it's time to sell your vehicle, it looks brand new. They're easy to clean, they secure to the floor for safety, and they look oh so good. Don't forget your trunk, too. Custom-fit trunk liners for sedans, coupes, and SUVs are perfect protection for the factory carpets from all those things that can stain and damage the floor of your vehicles. Check out Covercraft.com for a huge number of styles, colors, and options that'll make you smile. And I've got a deal for you. If you use the code YAH120, that's Y-E-A-H-120 at Covercraft.com, you get 10% off your Covercraft order. So go to Covercraft.com today and use the code YAH120 at checkout. Tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Covercraft, they've got you covered. So what do you do after running a race team for 27 years with over 100 podiums, multiple Daytona wins, and a win at Le Mans? Racer and the Racers Group team owner, Kevin Buckler, founded Adobe Road Winery. Located in Petaluma, California, he and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series. These are four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own. Like racing, these wines comprise of art, Precision, engineering, science, wrapped in a whole lot of fun. You can choose from four blends, titled Redline, 
Apex, Shift, and the 24. Today I'm going to tell you about Apex. It's a rich and complex blend of Cabernet Sauvignon, Syrah, and Cabernet Franc. This blend is a showcase of perfection and hits the Apex with its full-bodied smooth finish. An added very cool option is the label. It's a multi-dimensional rumble strip Apex, reminiscent of Turn 4 at Laguna Seca. The racing series is a spectacular gift for the automotive enthusiast in your life, and I've got a deal for you. If you use the code CARSYEAH, all one word in all caps, at checkout, you get $10 off any purchase of the wines from the racing series. Your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly. Use the code CARSYEAH at checkout for $10 off your purchase today. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the racing series. Go to adoberoadwines.com today and use the code CARSYEAH. Cheers! Hello, Niels. Welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely, Mark. I'm very much ready for that. We'll have some fun here. So before I jump into some of my questions and we learn a lot more about you and your design firm, I want you to tell my listeners one little thing about Niels Van Roy that Mm -hmm. few people know. Well, let me think. Perhaps an interesting one that not many people know is that for every proper tailor-made car I design, I have a proper tailor-made suit made to suit the car. So every time we we present a car to the press or to the owner, the final car, uh, then I have a matching suit for that car. Wow. You know, I love that idea because that gives you something that every time you put that suit on, you can remember that project and that very special day that you delivered a car. That's what it's all about. It's, uh, you know, creating memories for my clients and with that also for me. Every project is something that is near and dear to me. You know, I love that. I have a habit that whenever I sell a special car that I've owned, actually any any car that I've owned, I keep Uh one piece of the car. I see. That's interesting. I have these all sorts of interesting things. Now, that last guy that bought the car without the steering wheel, he's still scratching his head. That was a bit head. of an issue, maybe, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one was not probably not the best idea on my part. But uh, I like maybe that's what I'll start doing. When I sell a car, I'll buy myself a fine suit. So, uh, yeah. And I'll tell our listeners, we're doing this via Skype. Obviously, I'm not in the Netherlands today. I wish I was. But uh, Niels is dressed to the T's. So he's much not more nicely dressed than I am today. So uh, <laughs> uh, I appreciate you dressing up for me. That was very nice of you. Thank you. It's my trademark, I'd say. Uh, so uh, there yeah, you go. It's there important. you go. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Especially as a designer. Well, as we continue on your journey, I want to start by asking you for a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. Mm-hmm. I would say it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on cars. Yeah. So Niels, absolutely. grab the wheel. Well, let's do that. I think that would be that everything I do for my clients, uh, but basically in life, but specifically for the projects, is perfection is key. Everything we do, perfection is number one. That's super important. So with every project, I keep on pushing that. So in the end, our clients will have a, a design piece, this bespoke car, this one of car, that is just full of perfection. The details, the craftsmanship, the workmanship in the car, the materials, it all has to be perfect. You know, there was a great quote by Sir Henry Royce um, about perfection. Mm. 
and strive for perfection in everything you do. You if do. it's not, and I'm going to butcher this, but if it's not good enough, <laughs> make it good enough. It was something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. Uh, if it doesn't exist. Yeah. Exactly. If it did, there yeah. you go. You've got it. Yeah. Well, we'll, uh, we'll put that in your, um, in your notes here on your show notes page, but let me ask you this because striving for perfection is almost a never ending quest for never reaching perfection mm, because it it's is. so difficult in so many ways yeah. and the complexities of an automobile. So let me ask you this. How do you define that quest for perfection? If I could speak perfectly, uh, <laughs> when you're building, design, designing and building an automobile, because it's it's just so many pieces. Yeah, well, it is, Mark. And and in all honesty, 100% perfect and 100% satisfied, I don't think I will ever be. Hmm. Uh, but then we would be working on a car for maybe 25 years, right? Or, or longer. <laughs> it, it's never finished. Right. Um, but so, so there is always some sort of compromise to be made. Um, but uh, I would say the push for for perfection, uh, that that is always important to, to never lose this, this drive for making it better to um, help my client's wish come true in, in a way that is more pure, that is more suiting uh, this specific individual. Uh, I think as long as that is the essence of what I'm doing, uh, what we are doing with, with the team and all the people I'm able to work with, I think uh, that will come pretty close to perfection, perhaps. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, I remember my father telling me that there, when you're designing something like you used to design homes for people, and he mm -hmm. said, there's two problems, too much money or not enough. And I said, it, well, I how can having too much money be a problem? He said, because then the options are limitless. And yeah. it creates a problem where you can't make a decision exactly. because there's always yeah. something better to be found. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is recognizable in a way. Um, but um, yeah, there is always a moment where one has to make a choice, whether it's the client or the designer or the engineer or the coach builder, the painter, uh, you name it, the upholsterer of the vehicle. And there has to be a, a stop at a certain time where we say this is it. And now we continue to the next milestone. Well, to get that quote correctly, it was by Sir Henry Royce. I've just looked it up while we're chatting here. Strive uh -huh. for perfection in everything you do. Take the best that exists and make it better. Make it better. When yeah. it does not exist, design it. Design it. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful, right? It is. Yeah. 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 Striving for perfection. Well, let's yeah. talk a little bit more about your business because I gave some little teasers in my intro, the bio for you about some of these absolutely insane, cool vehicles that you guys are doing. <laughs> uh, so uh, your business, Niels Von Roy Design, uh, you've got a team there, obviously, uh, mm -hmm. because no design is in a vacuum. So absolutely tell not. our listeners a lot more about the many services and creativity that you provide. And let's touch a little bit, a little bit, I should say, on some of these cars I touched on, the shooting brake, Tesla, mm -hmm. the, the homage to the bread van, I mean, yeah. and the SUV with the V12. Gotta gotta have one of those to go get the groceries, right? So uh, that's the V8, actually. If I can. Oh, is it okay? Well, so, can't you put it? Yeah, you so could put a V12 if my budget was a little more. Yeah, right? of course. If you, <laughs> okay. if you would want that, yeah, of course, we would be happy to uh, to do that. Yeah, sure. the one we, we brought uh, to our customer had a supercharged V8. So there you uh, go. Well, that'll yeah. that'll get you to the grocery store just. Yeah, fine. it's it's fast enough, I'd say. I yeah. think so. It's, well, let's talk more. Share with us more about what you do there at your company. I love what you guys are doing. Well, thank you so much, Mark. It's it, it's truly um, well making dreams come true. Uh, you know, the gentleman that um, bought the Tesla-based shooting brake, um, he 
has been dreaming of shooting brakes since he was a little boy. Uh, he saw an advertisement somewhere in a local paper, I think, of a Aston Martin DB5 shooting brake, gorgeous car. Yes. And he said that that just fascinated me. And he started looking into what coach building is and how it works. And it's a very old, um, well, very manual way as well of making cars. It started over, well, 120 years ago, I'd say, mm-hmm. um, where in the old days, one wouldn't buy a car, one would buy a chassis at any manufacturer and then would go to the coach builder, uh, literally, the gentleman that used to build the coach yes. for the horse and carriage. Yeah. Uh, and, and you would ask the gentleman, well, I've got a couple of dogs and I've got a couple of friends and I go, go hunting. Could you build me a car? And that would then be uh, a shooting brake. In, in Europe, we would call that a shooting brake. Mm-hmm. Uh, a wagon in the States, a station car, perhaps. Uh, and other people would say, well, on the same chassis, no, I, you know, it's just me and my wife. Uh, and, you know, we'd like to go out for a drive, so make it into a roadster. Um, so these were these were properly handmade cars, uh, properly designed around one wish, one owner, very pure. And um, then obviously uh, Henry Ford came along and he said, well, you know, that's a great idea, but, uh, you know, not many people can afford a car like that. And maybe we can look into mass production. And that's where we are now today. And it's fantastic. So many people are now able to buy a, a beautiful car, a decent car, a safe car because of mass production. But then there is still a group of people that would say, well, it's great that these cars exist now, but they don't necessarily exactly suit how I would like to design my personal car basically and surely at many companies you can now design more or less between brackets your own car right you can maybe choose a color you can choose wheels you can choose the upholstery but the shape is what it is and the design of the seat let's say is what it is you can say well i want a a 10 letter perhaps or a red letter or a black letter but that's it what we can do we sit down and what i did what i say is co-design i don't design this car and then hand a sketch to my customer, I co-design with my customer. We do this together. Uh, often I visit my customers at their home uh, rather than anywhere else. Uh, so it's that place where they are literally at home, right? Where they feel pleasant, where they are most relaxed and where I can have uh, the most personal conversations uh, with these human beings. I can uh, see how they live. I can see um, the architecture of the house. It is brand new architecture is this uh, two centuries old why is that the case tell me about your house we're not talking about cars at this moment we're talking about the human being right Let the, these cars come later so what what kind of music do you listen to do you collect anything do you have maybe like an art collection um, the gentleman that uh, came to us with the tesla request he has actually a mobile phone collection mark believe it or not so he's very much interested in technology and he said well you know um, i have to show you my mobile phone collection niels if this is something you're interested in i was like absolutely show me <laughs> so he has like the the very first mobile phone there basically with his massive battery pack and oh, that yeah. lasts about five minutes right yeah. and uh, and and everything that came after it, uh, in, including crazy mobile phones with like three or four cameras from China and double screens and everything, you know, everything wow. from the start up until what we have available now. And it tells you something about this individual. Why do we have these ticks? Everybody has these ticks, right? Hobbies or, or a certain love or a piece of music or for art. Why do we have that? Why do you like this specific house? Why do you have a wooden floor rather than tiles or anything else? Well, all that feeds into the creative process and is then translated into a design, into a car. And 
that is the same with every single customer we have. So uh, you mentioned Adventum Coupe, which is a car based on uh, the Range Rover, the large SUV. And this is a, a coupe, so a three-door or two-door, uh, depending a bit on how you see it, conversion of this one could say maybe the best SUV in the world, the most luxurious SUV in the world, although now there are a couple of uh, SUVs those, from Bentley. Those guys at Rolls-Royce, well. yeah, they make exactly. one that's kind of fancy. <laughs> yeah, they are absolutely uh, gorgeous motorcars too, but mass-produced. And again, that's the difference. Our cars are always handmade. So whether that's a car uh, that is made out of carbon fiber uh, or uh, aluminum and it's hand-beaten, um, they are still always handmade wow. and uh, the beauty of that is that one can be extremely particular um, the gentleman that uh, asked for this first adventum coupe we will make a few more so that's why i'm saying the first he was um, interested in the classical color combination of a white exterior and a bright red leather interior nice well that's a very a very beautiful like i said classical combination think of of the 50s, the 60s, uh, the Gullwing Mercedes, for instance, that was very famously equipped with that type of color combination. Um, so I proposed, well, let's have a look at, at making that interior even more special. So what we did is we installed a full teak floor, uh, so teak wood, and not just Whoa. in the boots, because some cars you will see that, right? Some cars have a, a high-end cars have a, a teak um elements in the boot um, but usually these are uh, very thin elements of teak uh, so like a half a millimeter a millimeter maybe two millimeters um, and they are made on a base which is plastic or is this true and true teak so it's thick you know if you if you knock it because that's again if you feel it that that's what coach building is about it's feeling touching smelling it's all the senses if you if you knock that wood you can hear it's true and true and then in between the elements of the teak, uh, teak you would see, for instance, on the yard, right? Uh, usually uh, there's like a, a black rubber in between the elements of teak. Um, and I said, well, because you choose this beautiful Arctic white exterior paint for your coach built car, why don't we search for a white rubber rather than black, which was very hard to find, actually. Uh, but in the end, um, or a woodworker a specialist uh, found it. Yeah. Uh, and we matched it. We color matched the bespoke teak wow. rubber in his car. And he was so um, happy seeing the first test that we said, well, why don't we just do that throughout the entire car? So rather than limit us ourselves to the boot only, in the passenger foot wells in this car, you now have a teak deck. Wow. So, and we deliberately, for instance, didn't uh, lacquer this. To, to seal it, right, to protect it in a way. We oiled it, so there's a special oil, um, and just like you would get into a beautiful motor car, you would smell the leather, now you smell the leather and, and the teak. the teak, wow. Oh my gosh. Just, just a few <laughs> stories on, on uh, how we work and, and what is important to uh, to the work we do, uh, Mark. Truly yeah. bespoke. I mean, so oh my gosh, that is in, oh, incredible. Well, there you go. Uh, I better start saving my, my dollars so I can have you build me <laughs> something. I mean, the, the ideas just come flowing out. Well, I always ask my guests for a, a big challenge or a big failure they faced along the way. And it's not so much about drumming up a bad past. It's more about mm -hmm. how you overcome came it and and more importantly yeah. what did you learn from that situation so you can move forward in a positive way okay that's a very interesting question again uh, mark um and in in all honesty every project because usually we work 
about at least I would say a year, but most of the times it's one and a half year, maybe even two years on projects. So every project is enormously complex. It's always the first time we do it because most of our projects are one-offs. So in a way, every project is a learning curve for the entire team, for the client too. It's interesting on a level of, of a designer uh, and as a, just a human being, um, right? So, so this learning curve as an entrepreneur, I learned from my clients because they're usually all fantastic entrepreneurs. That's why they're able to come to us and ask us the questions uh, that we can answer with beautiful motor car design. But yeah, it's, it's I would say, um, not a question I can answer with, with one specific challenge I've had perhaps, but it's it's more the bigger picture where my clients plus the journey we go through together, they, they teach me a lot every single time. Uh, and, and that's a fascinating journey to, to work with extremely talented people, the craftspeople, uh, the, the photographers that, that make the shoot of our work when it's finished, everybody involved, including the client. And as everything is important, as I just mentioned, right, this perfection or striving for, perfe- for perfection, that is, I would say, uh, the, the most important challenge to keep that perfection always there and to keep on striving for that. It must be absolutely wonderful to have clients that present you with uh, higher budgets, of course, because none of this Mm -hmm. is inexpensive, but that they open the doors for all sorts of things. Just the story about the teak and the white rubber. Uh, I mean, you go, okay, there's something we've never done. Now, where do you find white rubber? What comes to mind is the, if you go back in time, and you know this being a car designer, the original old rubber tires were white because rubber Mm. is white. And they finally went, oh, they don't look so good after they've been on the road a while. Maybe we need to add some black to that so that you don't see all the dirt. But you still see some of those cars. But it's just fascinating to me that the clients kind of open up the ideas and then you come in with your creativity and your team and you create these things like teak floors, but not just teak, the nice little, you know, yacht touch, which I know exactly what you're talking about. And then you get into custom colors and I mean, everything, every little layer, what comes to mind, you said everything is important. I had Rob Dickinson who runs Singer Porsches. Mm. Uh, reimagined yeah, and that's yeah, his that's slogan true. everything is important started oh from, he, actually, he actually put it on the wall didn't he he yeah, did yes he did that. yeah that yeah, was after yeah. they built the first one and he was a little disappointed with actually he was a lot disappointed with a lot of little things yeah and decided that next morning to have a team meeting and say everything in fact i believe on the threshold of his cars now it's etched yeah. into that everything oh, is important so yeah. yeah that's putting a lot of pressure on everybody <laughs> that's for sure it is but in the end you see it works because they make just yeah, the most gorgeous motor cars yeah. right i mean it's yeah. uh, if if there's a company that now does anything uh let's say with a uh, a classic Mercedes-Benz uh, in the press, they might be referred to as the singer of Mercedes-Benz, right? So, yes. I mean, they really truly established themselves. So, um, yeah, a fantastic company. He's put the, the bar very high. Well, we're going to talk yeah. a lot more about your personal relationship with the cars in a minute, but let's take a break, thank our sponsors here, and we'll be right back. So sit tight and dream of what could be if you ordered a car from Niels von Royce. We'll be right back. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for enthusiasts and collectors. It's your monthly must-read. Whether you dream of owning a collector car, maybe you have two, or maybe you've got 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. And don't miss my weekly podcast 
with Keith Martin titled Buy, Sell, Hold. It's the essence of collecting. We talk to the movers and shakers in the collector car world. Here's a couple deals I have for you just for listening here on Cars Yeah. If you use the checkout code Cars Yeah, you'll receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription at Sports Car Market. That's an exclusive offer from Cars Yeah. And guess what? Here's another deal. If you'd like to get the actual magazine, use the code BSH for buy, sell, hold. That's code BSH. And you'll get $10 off your annual print subscription. That's right. $10 off. Both of these are exclusive offers here at Cars Yeah for Sports Car Market Magazine. Just go to sportscarmarket.com and get your deals today. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting. But what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. All right, we are back, Niels, and I would love for you to share a story that instigated your personal passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment back in your life when you knew that you were going to be a car guy, a designer? Well, it's a very, very long time ago, I would say. I'm about 35 years old now, Mark, uh, and I've been sketching cars literally my entire life, as long as I can remember. Uh, my mom still has some of uh, my earliest work, let's say. <laughs> I was, I think, three or four years old. Yep. And I was already, you know, sketching cars and drawing cars and looking at our car car ads. Um, and I, yeah, I've been fascinated with cars ever since I, uh, I, I think I know what a car is roughly, right? So right. very, very early age on. And I think, I, I can't remember my exact age, but um, it was a, a headlight of a car. I was in the back of uh, my parents' car. We were driving somewhere. And I saw this beautiful car. I had no clue what it was. Uh, in hindsight, I know now it was a Jaguar XJS, this this long coupe, right? Yes. Uh, with this uh, six-cylinder or, or a V12 engine. But I, I didn't have a clue. But I just remember I saw that, that elongated nose and then that headlight, yes. uh, which is sort of squared off, right? Um, and I was like, oh, what is that, right? I, I was fascinated by its beauty. And, and these are very early memories, uh, sort of fragments, like I said. I don't really know where I was, uh, where we were driving, but I just remember I was staring out of the window and I saw this nose coming around the corner, right? And you, I was like, wow, that's just gorgeous. Yeah. Um, a bit later, uh, my uncle bought, uh, in the 90s, he bought a, a new Jaguar XJ, so the, the saloon, the model X300. Yes. Um, XJ Sport, to be precise. Uh, so uh, black uh, window surrounds, uh, a little bit lowered, bigger wheels, and a very classical color combination of um, uh, the sort of dark blue exterior paint and uh, almost a white uh, tan leather interior. And... 
yeah, I just fell madly in love with that car. Um, he uh, he sent me brochures because I he knew I was uh, a young guy loving yeah. cars. I was in, in elementary school. And I, I showed this brochure to all my classmates and I said, well, this is, you know, look at it. It's just the most gorgeous <laughs> thing in the world. Um, so many moments, Mark, uh, in my early childhood where, um, you know, my fascination and my passion for cars yeah. was, was fed by many different people and many different cars, actually. I understand. Yeah. yeah. For me, it was the Jaguar XKE. A friend of my parents had ah. one and they, it was the early 60s. So it was a series one and I was little. Yeah. And I remember coming out and seeing that car in the driveway and just going, what is that? It's a yeah. rocket ship. And then a week later, my dad bought me my first Matchbox by Lesney at the uh -huh. hardware store. And it was a red yeah. Jaguar XKE. And I still have that wow. little car. So, oh, uh, that's, that's yeah, good. the yeah. Jaguar, it's an easy car to fall in love with, those beautiful old right. Jaguars. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your first really special car, first car that you've had in your life. Could be your first car or it could be mm -hmm. a car that you saved up and finally acquired a dream yeah. that you had. What was that vehicle? And share maybe a special memory you have about that ride. Sure. Um, you're going to be slightly surprised now, perhaps, Mark. Okay. And so, so will your listeners be, I think. Uh, but uh, when I was 19, I saved up. Uh, I was a student uh, in design, uh, so I, I already had my eyes focused on what I wanted to be growing up. Um, and I bought myself uh, with uh, the euros that I saved a Volvo 940. Okay. Um, <laughs> Which is, uh, yeah, <laughs> the rear-wheel drive uh, boxy sedan uh, from the Swedes. Yeah. And um, I still have that car. You still have and it? I still have it. And oh, my it's, gosh. Uh, it's, it's, it's a car that I vowed I will never sell. Um, and, and the reason being, um, of course, this is not overly special, right? I mean, it's uh, a car that, you know, is... is just a Volvo. But to me, it's special. It was uh, the car, like I said, I saved up for um, quite a bit as a student. And um, uh, I was very proud I could drive a car around that time. And um, so many treasured memories of people that I could um, drive in that car, for instance, my grandpa, my late grandpa, um, just memories that um, are very, very near and dear to me. And I, that's, that's one of the reasons why I decided, okay, this is a car um, that I'll keep. And it's even a car I take to my clients sometimes um, because uh, obviously they they look out of the window and they go, Niels, uh, what, what, what are you driving? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, rather than uh, maybe something that is a bit more elegant, a bit less uh, brick shape. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I always tell them, you know, this is my special story. This is my car. Um, uh, like like I said, a student, I was 19, I'm 35 now, I still have that car. So many memories of that car, going on holidays, uh, driving it abroad. That That is what, in the end, I hope I can create for my clients, a yeah. car with stories, it's, right? Yeah, yeah. In the end, it's maybe not even the car anymore. It's what you did with that car or where you went or the people you met. And um, uh, making memories is, in the end, the most important thing. I will probably never be able to let's say, truly impress my clients with a car because they have a <laughs> yeah, they have whatever they want. that is right? <laughs> yeah. uh, so magnificent that, you know, so, so what I can impress them with, hopefully, is my honesty and saying this was my, what was it, I think $1,500 uh, Volvo yeah. uh, when I bought it as a student. It was, you know, budgeting, maxed out. But this was what I wanted. I was proud of it. And, and this is my personal story. Now tell me yours. Yeah, you know, I like that. And I remember once um, when I was young, I finally got my first Porsche. 
911. Uh, oh. I always wanted one. Yeah. And I was working and I was going out and seeing clients. And yeah. it was an older used car. I'd saved mm-hmm. up every penny. It wasn't that yeah. expensive. And I remember going to see this new client. And I came up, went inside, and we're sitting in his conference room. And you could look out the window and see my bright red, guards red Porsche out there. Oh, great. And he goes, you know, Mark, I'm not so sure we can afford you. You got that fancy car you drive. And I kind of realized at that point, ugh, yeah, okay, (laughs) I can see that might paint the wrong picture. And I said, that car's 10 years old. You know, it's, I only paid $12,000 for it. It costs less than your Honda, you know? Um, And then he kind of went, oh, okay. But but that that 940, they came in a two-liter turbo, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, turbocharged car. Yeah, and they also made a shooting brake version. Of that car, yeah. right? Were yeah, you, was yeah. yours a sedan? Yeah, mine is a sedan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. I I like the the what is called the let's say the C pillar, right? So yes. the, the 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 rear pillar where the side meets the the back. Yeah. It was one of the first times where uh, Volvo um, put a bit of sculpture in there, which they uh, took over in I think almost every single well every single sedan for sure up until the previous Volvo S60. So it's one of my designer geeks kind of, uh, right? I I just love that surfacing, that bit of skin of the car, uh, which is very, very strong, very sculptural. And uh, that's why I wanted the sedan rather than what the the Swedish brand called the estate, right? The estate, yes. Yes, sounds much more fancy. (laughs) Well, here's a very introspective question for you. And I love Mm -hmm. asking this question, especially of designers. If you Mm -hmm. woke up tomorrow, Niels, and you were a vehicle, not what you want to be, but you were actually manifest as a vehicle. Yeah. What was what would Niels be and why? Hmm. That's an interesting one too. Yeah. Um, well, well, maybe that's going to be the Volvo actually. Uh, well, it could uh, be. Could be. It. Uh, um, you know, it's. Um, uh, it. It's. Uh, it's a workhorse. Dependable. Uh, right? Yeah. A, yeah. It's. It's something to. Uh, you know. There are many cars coming to mind, so that's why I'm uh, I'm stuttering a bit. It uh, always stumps people a little bit because I don't yeah. think anybody's ever asked anyone that question. Not really, no. Um, uh, you know, I always because of what we uh, just discussed a little bit earlier, um, Rolls Royce comes to mind as well. Um, because of that, the striving for perfection, mm-hmm. and I'm not necessarily the most, let's say, dynamic guy. So I'm not a Ferrari. I, I know, I know that, right? So I, I wear my tailor-made suits. I, I'm not overly fast wearing these suits, right? <laughs> I can, I can walk, but running is going to be a bit, a bit hard. <laughs> so I, I like beautiful materials. Um, I, um, uh, yeah. So maybe, maybe the Rolls Royce. Let's say a Wraith. I, I'm, Ooh. I'm 35, so I'm yeah. not yet a Phantom, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, maybe the the Rolls Royce Wraith uh, is uh, is also a good embodiment of uh, who I uh, who I am. Yeah. There you go. I like that. Well thought through. All right, we're ending what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off uh-huh. a series of questions, kind of a lightning round here. Ask you yeah. to give our listeners some very quick answers, a blips of that Rolls Royce Wraith throttle. So uh-huh. uh, with an adequate amount of horsepower, as Rolls Royce always <laughs> exactly. says. Yeah, yeah. It's sufficient. A, it's yeah. sufficient, <laughs> adequate. Yeah, it's all you need. Yeah. According to us, of course. So mm-hmm. let's get going here. What's the, one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? I tend to question the question continuously. Question the question. Yeah. So um, if I it may elaborate on that a little yes. bit, although that maybe is ruining the format. No, but, I, I, uh, I like that. I like that question the question. Yeah. Elaborate, please. Um, the gentleman that uh, that came to us for his uh, Tesla conversion, he said, okay, uh, Niels, I bought the base car, uh, so the, the car we're going to work with, in a dark green, a, a so-called British racing green. I said, okay, why is that? Well, 
um, I want to show the world with this project that coach building has the future, hence an electric car. He has all sorts of cars in, in the garage, Maseratis, V12s, V8s, whatever. Um, no, but I want to show that coach building can go into the future. I've had my Cadillacs, I've had my Maserati, but now I want a Tesla. I want to show that coach building has a future. So this color shows to me that this is, uh, a, through the color, I'm honoring coach building because coach building came from Great Britain. Yes. And British racing green is this typical British color, let's mm -hmm. say. So there was a, there was a whole... Um, yeah, beautiful sort of um, amount of thinking that he did already. Um, he conceptualized and he bought a car. And then I said, well, I think that's, that's great. Uh, but, but what do you think of the color? This actual color on this car. So I questioned his question. Mm. And he said, well, yeah, it's the green I could get. What do you mean? It's like, well, we are now going to work with this team, with you, your time for one year, one and a half year on this car. And we're gonna paint it into a color that is, mm, yeah, you say, well, yeah, it came in this color. It's just, yeah, it's the only color I could find. I, is that the color you wanna use? Right, question and question. And he was like, ah, okay. So we designed him 10 different shades of green. They all uh, had a, a particular very soft uh, glow to it, so a special glow, and uh, uh, the color he picked in the end had a gold flake in it, so a gold glow, yeah. um, which just describes the surfacing of the car, the skin of the car, a little bit more pronounced. Just, it's all about subtlety, it's not about shouting yeah. from the rooftops, this right. is something crazy, right? It's not a flip-flop, uh, let's say, TVR paint, I'm not sure if you know the brand <laughs> TVR yes. from Great Britain. Yes. They did some crazy paints, yeah. um, but this is very subtle, and then what we also did, and again, this is from all these uh, talks we have at their homes uh, with these owners. We introduced a tiny little bit of very bright green to that uh, rather dark green, uh, just a few drops. And that's the actual color of the logo of his company, the company he built up. Oh, wow. Yeah. This color, this bright green color, you can't really predict when you see it. Normally, you don't see it even. So... You kind of forget about it, right? Imagine he, he uses that car as a daily driver. He was so happy with it when he saw the end result. Right. He said, I don't care about the Maserati anymore. <laughs> I'm going to drive my Tesla. Yeah. So imagine he parks this car outside. He comes from a client meeting, walks around the corner. And then instead of seeing his car there, he sees his company standing there. Because suddenly the, the sun hits the, right. the wing of the car. Yeah. And he sees his company standing there, dead bright green. That is questioning a question to me. Yeah, I and love that it. Is Great, great thought. I'm going to keep that in mind. I think that's a great way to communicate with people. Keep asking better questions. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. Yeah. Well, how about if I could arrange for you to sit down and have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or mm -hmm. deceased? Who would that be? Mm -hmm. um, I think um, Chris Bangle, who um, was the chief designer of BMW and yes. who has, well, it completely changed the brand around. Some people uh, dislike it, uh, the work that he did. Uh, other people love it. Uh, some people look back on it now and say, well, actually, you know, it wasn't that crazy. Uh, I, I disliked the work when he uh, he did it, but now I like it. Right. Um, he's not a, a chief designer at BMW anymore. Um, he, he now has his own company. Um, and I think Thomas Ingelat as well, who is the chief designer at Volvo. He also, again, turned the brand around and Volvo is now making very beautiful, yes. properly Swedish cars again. Beautiful proportions, great materials. Absolutely. So uh, that's two names, actually. So um, Well, yeah. that's okay. We can have a party. We could have them both yeah? at the oh, table. That's but that's okay. Uh, that's great. By the way, uh, you, uh, Niels, and listeners can go back. I had Chris Bangle as a guest here on Cars, yeah? 
So you can go back to my website, type in the search bar, Chris Bangle. And we had a very interesting talk. I really enjoyed having him on the show. I, I admire what he's done over the course of yeah. his um, career. And uh, I think it was great to be able to talk to him. So you can go back and listen oh, to that show and hear yeah, some, of we'll his, do that. some of his thought processes here. Uh, what's the yeah. best automotive advice someone else has ever given you, Niels? <laughs> um, I think that would be... Um, here are the keys. Have fun. <laughs> Those are the best words for any teenage boy exactly, yeah. <laughs> that could ever exist. Even if that teenage boy is now 35 and uh, runs a car design for coach building company. Well, yeah. there you go. Or, or a podcaster who's 62 that exactly. likes talking with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Yeah. Those yeah. are great words. How about a resource? Is there a resource out there that you seem to m migrate to on a regular basis that our listeners could enjoy? Uh, well, if, if they would like to have a look at my work or or in general. Well, both. Um, definitely, I'm going to be posting a link to your website, Niels Von Roy Design, so people can go and see what you do because it's a great website and there's wonderful eye candy there for people to enjoy. Oh, well, uh, but maybe kind. maybe another site or mm -hmm. this could be a website, could be a blog, could be a supplier, could it be a person in your life? Kind of a go-to that you repeatedly That's return it. to. Yeah. Um, well, the internet is in these days obviously very, very important. Um, and if I could answer the questions in uh, the question in two parts, because yep. um, you said I could also mention a person. Yes. Uh, um, the internet obviously uh, for doing research is is very, very important. Again, also for projects. Um, so that would be YouTube. I we just talked about uh, Mr. Chris Bengal. Yes. Uh, I think I've seen all his shows uh, online, all his. Uh, keynotes, uh, you know, I, I think he's wildly inspiring and his vision is fantastic. Um, so uh, YouTube uh, is is important for that. But um, yeah, there, there are many more social medias, let's say Instagram, Twitter, uh, you name it, uh, where we can have interesting discussions. Uh, and then when it comes to people, um, yeah, again, many of my clients I have very personal relationships with. Uh, like I said, I come to their home, so I, I, I meet them, their wives, their children, uh, even their dogs sometimes. <laughs> um, so so these are a great go-to people as well um, with, um, you know, if, if, as an entrepreneur, I have questions, for instance, right. um, because they are usually great entrepreneurs themselves. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure you learn some magnificent things from these people. Now, how about a book? Is there a book that you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy reading? Ah, that's uh, quite a few, but, um, you know, I'm a designer, so uh, rather than reading, I, I prefer to uh, look at pictures. Yes. Um, so I have a lot of photo books uh, in my cabinets here, uh, beautiful, large, these, these cabinets, uh, um, uh, beautiful, uh, large books, and, yeah, full of car pictures, because, again, that's very inspiring, and uh, I go through them with prospect clients sometimes if they say, hey, Niels, um, sometimes they come to me with an idea, right? Mm -hmm. They say, Niels, I want to have a Brad Van Homage. Uh, and in some cases, they say, Niels, I've seen your work. What shall we do? Ah. So then I take <laughs> one of these books and we just start looking through the history of Porsche, Ferrari, Cadillac, uh, you name it. Yeah. And then suddenly they go, ah, oh, that's it, right? We mm -hmm. should do something like. So maybe not reading, but definitely looking at books. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I like that as well. All right, we're up to the checkered flag here, and this last question mm -hmm. can be a bit of a doozy, but it's a great thought. I'm going to buy you a very cool collector car today, something very fun to park in your garage, but there are a couple rules to this game since I'm going to be writing the check. <laughs> I'm in essence the client today, so I get to make up some of the rules. One uh -huh. of them is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with. You have to keep it. 
You have okay. to drive it. No garage queens allowed here. Okay. But here's the, the kicker. It's the only one cool collector car, non-daily yeah. driver, that you can have in your garage. So it needs to tick a lot of boxes. Yeah, it does. So what can I buy you today? Wow. Well, could that be one of my own cars, perhaps? Uh, well, if you want that Volvo, I'm going to say we got to step up the game <laughs> a little bit here. <laughs> well, I, I was thinking of a car I, I'm, I'm working on now, actually. And, okay. Uh, we haven't published on this at all yet. So okay. you Ooh, have a bit I get of a, a scoop here. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Um, and it's called Silver Spectre Shooting Brake. Okay. And that is uh, perhaps a bit of a mysterious name. Yes. Uh, it's, um, it is a Rolls-Royce-based car. Wow. Uh, it is a Wraith shooting brake. Oh, my gosh. And that's going to be um, – it's one of the projects – I think probably the project I put most hours in compared to any other project. So the design process, the development process was enormous. Uh, but, again, the attention to detail there was just – out of this world. Uh, for instance, only the boot, I think I spend more time on than on most exterior designs. Wow. Right? Just the design of the boot. Uh, so we, we spent together with the builder and all people involved, uh, spent an enormous amount of time on the car and uh, it's being built now. It, I think it will be finished towards the end of this year, but again, uh, special times now, so it's a bit hard to predict. Uh, and we're going to make only seven. So uh, two yeah. of the seven have been sold uh, unseen already, basically. Wow. Uh, and um, uh, so if you could buy me maybe the third car, okay, that would be great. Yeah, yeah that would be very kind indeed. <laughs> okay. And, and, you know, you can take your family. It has real rear seats. Uh, yeah. So you can do grocery. Well, it's whatever you, know, you want. Good, yeah. good daily driver, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds magnificent. So when you get this car out, you've got to reach out to me. Let me know so I can Will share be. this with my followers, because Fantastic. now our imagination is just spinning <laughs> in our heads of what this is going to be. But I can only imagine. So you just Thank let you. me know what color you want it to be, all the special details, whatever. And mm -hmm. I'll just mail the checks every week, okay. whatever Excellent. you need. And uh, you can have some fun building that car for yourself. That's yeah. great. I think Thank that's you. one of the toughest things is a designer doing something for him or herself is oh, a great yeah. challenge for sure. It so, is a very big challenge. Especially when Cars Yeah is writing the checks because there's <laughs> unlimited money, right? So and Limitless resources. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, oh my gosh. Well, Niels, you've taken me on a fantastic ride today. I knew this was going to be fun. Thank you for sharing your incredible journey with the Cars Yeah audience. Before you drive off into the sunset in that silver specter, sounds very James Bondish, shooting brake, mm -hmm. a Rolls Royce Wraith, could you share a little piece of wisdom or guidance with our listeners? Sure. Well, first of all, uh, Mark, thank you so much for having me. It was a, honestly a true pleasure. Uh, very, very enjoyable to to speak with you today. And and yeah, to uh, to finish this off, I would say just never ever give up. Keep on pushing and keep on striving for that perfection. Yeah, absolutely. Question the question. There you go. Exactly. And uh, the best way to for people to learn more about you, I would assume, is your website, which is Niels Van Roy, which is N-I-E-L-S-V-A-N-R-O-I-J.com. I'll make exactly. sure to put a listing of that. He's also can be found on Instagram, Niels Van Roy Design, Facebook, same thing, and of course, Twitter, Niels Von Roy. So I'll make sure I put links to all those so you can follow oh, along fantastic. with what he and his team are doing. Uh, I think you're going to you. love, you're welcome, what you see there. Niels, thank you for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your life with my listeners. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! 
drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!